Hello! And welcome back to Seriously Fun. This is a nugget of wisdom. Nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom. Nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom. Today's nugget of wisdom is all about burnout and how to look after yourself <laughs> when, when you're feeling burnout. <laughs> I saw the, the neuron die that went, how to burn out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, I have a lot of experience when it comes to burning out. So I can teach you how to burn out, but it's probably not very fruitful. What is burnout? So I Googled this just before and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you. Burnout is a state of complete mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion. <laughs> it is, though. It is legitimate, complete exhaustion. Typically, you get this because you're overextending yourself in your job or you've got some kind of commitment that's taking up a lot of your time and you're not, you're not feeding yourself properly, you're not sleeping, you're stressing about something, and it carries over into other parts of your life and it just drains you. So maybe you've got an event that you're doing or a project that you're doing or something at your workplace that's just draining you. Yeah, sometimes it's something you can't avoid as well. Yeah. Like, for example, if you've got multiple projects that you might say yes to and because of whatever's happened in pre-production or, or production, they might have their dates pushed. Yeah, maybe Brisbane floods and suddenly all of your <laughs> projects are in the same week. <laughs> Because that's never happened before <laughs> at all. <laughs> As freelancers who run a independent business, it happens often that you'll have weeks that are empty where you're just working on your own projects and then other weeks where you have multiple things running at once. Some are happening in the daytime, others are happening at nighttime or on your weekends and you get burnt out quickly because you've got so much on. We're actually right in a period where burnout is a it has a huge potential of coming and hitting us it is a huge looking. risk yeah thank you thank you <laughs> translation <laughs> it is See? a huge risk at the moment because we've got multiple projects that are eating up our entire week and then other things that are coming up that we're slotting in on the weekends or in the evenings and it's just oh so tired yeah my brain's already stopped working so but we have three three key tips for how to manage burnout. Or, I mean, it's not managing the burnout. It's making sure you don't reach that complete exhaustion phase, even when you've got a lot on and you are really busy. Working in the creative industries, it's so based around projects that no two weeks typically look the same. So preventing burnout isn't something that we're going to teach you because it seems a bit impossible for us to prevent it especially when in a gig-based economy we have to take what's coming for us within reason, of course. Yeah. Um, so these three tips are our, I guess, our way of managing and handling yourself when you are going through a burnout period to try and relieve those symptoms of burnout. Tip number one, forward planning. We can't stress it enough. You've got to plan for the future. And that future might be two weeks ahead, three months ahead, five years ahead. Helping, helping you with your burnout, if you've got processes that you can refine, template and make easier, do it. Because when you're really, really busy and you've got things that you can just duplicate, like an invoice, 
pop in the details and send it off instead of having to spend time making things from scratch. It's going to save you so much time and angst when you're really tired and it's like midnight because you've just driven halfway across the city and you've now got to send an invoice. Uh Uh-uh. That is, yeah. Template. That's, if I come home from a long day being on set, one of the things I hate the most is uploading all of the sound files and sending off the sound report. I'm like, oh man. And it's so easy in my head to be like, I'll just do it tomorrow. But I've put together like my mental list of this is everything that needs to be done for the shoot to be complete. And I can't stop until the shoot's complete. And the next morning when I don't have to think about it anymore, I am very grateful for past Mel and her decisions to just get it done. If you know that you're coming up to a period where you've got maybe three weeks straight of of lots of gigs and only a couple of days of downtime, you should try and plan in the weeks ahead of it for all of the stuff that you can take off your plate now. If you've got like recurring tasks, like maybe you need to schedule some social media or write some blogs or make some kind of content that would usually go out during that time, do it ahead of time so that you're not burning out unnecessarily because you have too much additional stuff to do. Tip number two, food and sleep. All right. Everyone knows that food and sleep are your fuel. Yeah. And in times when you have a lot on, I know, especially for myself, it's really easy to just forget to eat or try and cram everything in and then just sleep becomes that that distant thing in the future that like, I'll, I'll sleep when I sleep. No, you can't do that. You need to eat and you need to sleep because otherwise you're going to burn out. If you're, if you're burning the candle at both ends and you're not getting enough sleep in the weeknights because you're waking up early and then you're working until late and you're just saying to yourself, I'm going to catch up on sleep on the weekend. Don't live like that. It sucks because then you don't have any time on the weekends to do other things like your bloody washing or clean the house or cook food ahead of time. Or you even know just relax. Yeah, just hang out with your significant other or go see your family or go watch a movie. You're not giving yourself any downtime to actually just enjoy having your time off because you're actually spending all of that time asleep. I think, I mean, I used to struggle to understand that relaxing and like taking space to recoup physically, mentally, emotionally isn't just time sleeping. Sometimes the time you need to like mentally, physically and emotionally recoup is things like watching a movie, seeing friends, taking a long bath, although I hate baths, but, you know, some people dig it. So, Yeah, everyone's got their little rituals and their, their routines that they're not aware of that help them reset, things that they like to do or their hobbies. But when your hobbies become too time demanding as well, when you're already burnt out, those things start to lose their joy too. So it's important that when you're burning out and you start to recognize what those signs are, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're feeling really tired all the time, you're easily irritable, maybe you've got a lot of emotional challenges. That was a really polite and diplomatic say, a diplomatic way to say you're really emotional and you cry at the over spilt milk. That's what they say. Cry over spilt milk. It's different for everyone though, because I don't cry often, but when I'm burning out, I I get very um, easily irritated by someone talking to me when I'm trying to think. It'll be that simple. And I'm like, I really want to like listen to you, but shut up. I do that to you all the time. 
I'm just like it's like talking at you, and you're like, Mel, enough. (laughs) Now, I'm gonna provide an extra little tip on the food and sleep section, and it may seem somewhat hypocritical to anyone that knows me, but hydration is really, really important. (laughs) And as I hate water, but water and staying hydrated when you're really busy. And also if you do have like nights where you can't get a proper night's sleep, hydration will really, really help you. Yeah. Try to minimize caffeine and sugar and instead fill yourself with like fruit and vitamins because you need to replenish those things in your body. And I know anyone out there that knows me is literally laughing at how hypocritical it is because I really do hate water. But on really busy schedules, I am getting better at prioritizing water. This this food tip sort of ties into the planning ahead, the forward planning of the previous tip. You should try and figure out ahead of time, like if you have to travel to places for your work, how long it's going to take you and whether or not you're going to have time for food because you can pack your food ahead of time um, to make sure you're getting good food. Yeah, meal prep that shit. You don't want to be cooking dinner at 11 p.m. You also don't want to have breakfast, lunch and dinner on the road. You certainly don't want to be eating junk food every day if all that's available for you is Subway, Red Rooster or KFC. Having that several times a day, several times a week is... It's just going to make you feel crap. Body is mind, mind is body. You know what they say. There's nothing better than a home-cooked meal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I go on tour, I feel the same way. When I come home, there's two things that I'm so grateful for. One is my own bed because, like, you never have a good enough sleep when you're on in someone else's bed. Yeah. Um, and the second is that first home-cooked meal you have. You're you, like, oh, it's so good. When you came back from your recent tour, both you and Amanda were just like, oh, my God, thank you so much, home-cooked <laughs> meal. And I was like, you're more excited about the food than you are to see me. <laughs> <laughs> we were so tired. We'd, we'd eaten for four days, three meals a day, just road food. Yeah. And being vegans, driving through the countryside, fucking no hope. Hot chippies. There weren't any peaches? Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Anyway, moving on, moving on. It's time for us to talk about tip number three, knowing your threshold. What we mean by knowing your threshold is if you've done this before, if you've ran multiple projects at once, you've done a string of days back to back, you'll know how much you can handle. So don't push yourself. If the last time you did this, you got burnt out and it was bad, you couldn't get back to work quick enough and it just drained you for the following week, you know you've pushed yourself too much. So you might want to bring it back a little bit. If you know you can only do 10 days maximum, don't push yourself and don't keep doing it. Don't keep going, all right, I can do 10 days in a row. So I'm going to do 10 days in a row every time because then eventually you're going to have a bigger burnout cycle. Yeah. And it's not, it's not something that it's not a small thing. Like burnout affects people differently, but burnout can be so extreme in some people that it, they end up taking months off work 
they can get really sick. I've had friends that have developed other conditions because their immune system was so low because they overextended themselves for such a long period of time that people have got pneumonia or crazy flus or some other kind of condition that's like really badly affected their health. What was it you said to me when you came back from Korea? You were like telling me about how there's a big thing in Korea that people get so stressed that they die. You remember it's, that? They, it is a common thing in Korea that they will work themselves to death. They will literally, because you're kind of rewarded for doing really long days, like 15 to 18 hour days, and then catch the train home, get up and do it again. And you're like, you're only taking a few hours off work with some of those hours being sleep and the rest is travel pretty much. So there's there's a lot of, because um, K-pop dramas, K-pop and Korean dramas are like really popular. Yeah. Um, it's depicted in a lot of Korean dramas, um, men, businessmen that have died simply from working too much. Yeah, that's, that's they, insane. Don't do that. <laughs> they drain their body to such an extent that they literally just die at their desk, dead. You know, it's all over LinkedIn and, I mean, flashback five years and I – didn't look at these posts the same way, but the post is like, um, if you die, your job will be advertised within 48 hours. And like, I remember looking at it like five years, five years ago being like, okay, whatever. But now I look at it and I'm like, fuck, that's so true. Like, I mean, if you're working for somebody else, it, the reality of that post is true. As much as you may be a valued member of the team, at the end of the day, if you're not there, they're going to find someone else to do that job for you. Yeah. And in the case of owning your own business, you're, you might be the only person that can do that. And that's why managing burnout is so important because if you're not there to do it, there's not necessarily going to be someone there to pick up that slack. Yeah. So not too long ago we did a nugget of wisdom on the planning fallacy. So the reason I say know your threshold is because it's so easy to have optimism bias when you're planning this on how much you think you can physically do, but it is such a trap to overextending yourself. You'll end up going, yeah, yeah, no, I can do this job in the daytimes and then slot in this other one at the nighttime and, and then I've got my weekend to catch up on sleep. But you're not getting enough sleep during those weeknights, it means the daytime job is affected. Then you're super tired through that daytime job. By the time you get to the nighttime job, you're only using a percentage of your best potential because you're so wrecked. And then it gets to the weekend and you're wiped out and you just sleep the whole time. You don't get anything else done. So respect that your body knows what it can handle. Listen to it because like I said before, mind is body, body is mind. You got to make sure you're listening to what you can actually physically do. And burnout is so not worth it in the long run. A few times a year, if you've got like sprints of projects, that's that's fine so long as you give yourself adequate time to recover and have, have leisure periods. But you need to always, always put your health over wealth. You need to always make sure you're listening to your body and you're putting yourself first in that regard. I absolutely agree. Health, health over, over wealth. wealth. Health over wealth. Health over wealth. Health over wealth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So that's it. That's our three tips to helping you manage burnout. Number one, do as much forward planning as you can. Number two, listen to your body. Food, sleep, you need it. Bonus point, hydration. Hydration. And number three, know your threshold. Because like we've said, health over wealth. Don't overextend yourself too much. If you know you can only achieve this number of days in a row or this many projects at once, then that's it. Listen to yourself. That's it for today. Until next time. Bye. Nuggets of wisdom. 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 Nuggets of wisdom.